These are the guys behind the glass. Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. These are the guys behind the glass. Guys behind the glass, Eric Salas here, and we've got Justin over in Costa Rica, the, my fearless and beardless now. Yeah, you like over that. there. Don't you? Yeah. What's that yeah, about? Well, well, I figured, Eric, and by the way, yes, hello, it is I, Justin Ellick from Costa Rica. Beautiful background. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm outside my um, my Wonder Bus. As you can see, I'm living in a bus. Yeah. I was, so, I was still hoping you go to got catfished and you had to figure a way out of Costa Rica somehow. No, but uh, it was all legit. <laughs> We're living out of a bus. And I figured, yeah, I'd go cleanly shaven because um, I didn't want the tan to get like uneven around my yeah, beard. Yeah, I feel that. But no. here's the thing. When are you ever going to go back to like, it, like by the time the beard grows back, your tan is gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But I just didn't want like, because if I had the full beard, then I would have gotten the tan. And then like, I don't know, I guess I never really would have shaved the beard anyway. So it wouldn't have really mattered. Yeah, I've done that but before. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is with dudes, but we're always like, we're going on this vacation. Let me just shave everything. And then yeah. Are, and it's also I mean? like, uh, and it's, uh, it's like really groggy and it's buggy here and it's wet. And like, I'm, I'm sweating 24 seven. Like I'm gross, yeah. sweating right now and I'm just yeah. sitting here. Yeah. And it's better to like, like a beard in that kind of icky weather is a little bit annoying. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get all greasy, mossy, gross. You're yeah. going to have things growing out of it. You'll probably have like a nice tarantula in it when you came back and everything. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's what would have happened. So we got a lot to get to so, in this episode. Um, what you, you, what you a big week ahead. Big week ahead. Big, big week ahead, baby. Super Bowl week. I'm sure you're still excited. Are you more nervous than excited now that you're kind of like, all right, it's this weekend? Yeah, I'm you pretty know? nervous. I'm pretty nervous. I mean, listen, you know, this is a big deal for us Eagles fans. I think like in terms of like when you're comparing the two fan bases, I think like Philadelphia definitely has a more devout fan base than Kansas City. 100%. Uh, but I mean, they may do uh, the know, yeah, so- they may do the yelling like, "Oh, that's it though." You know, I don't see anybody, you know. Exactly. And like it's not like they have a fight that. song. They don't have a fight song. It's you know, they're I think not that is their fight song. It's just that it might that be noise. <laughs> but either way, you could even tell at Media Day last night that there was a lot more Eagles fans in attendance. You know, they when they did the Eagles chant, uh, you know, the place lit up. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. But it's uh it's a lot of nerve-wracking stuff. I don't love like the whole all the media stuff the week leading up to it. Then you have like, you know, these guys are about to go out on the gridiron on Sunday and like try and kill each other. Yeah, yeah. Like and, I I saw and, like, pictures of Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts just like chilling next to each other and stuff like that. Let's get in the zone, bro. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I want you to go doing? down. I don't know. Right. Th- this radio row, they got all that stuff going on. It's just like a bunch. It's, it's like doing a tour, like, um, like a media tour for like a movie that just came out. It's just like, no, this is a football game about to be played. We got to all get in the zone and get after it. And here we are talking about, you know, whatever, whether they got a product or just the game in general, but there's, they're only limited to what they could speak. They could talk to, you know? So. Exactly. So, like, what what kind of questions are you even really asking these guys up there? I mean, we, I, you know, and like as an Eagles fan, like I've heard Jalen the, the Jalen Hurts story like pregame for every game for the last six or seven weeks. Yeah, it's you know, the same thing. The Eagles, same thing. The Eagles have just been that good that it's like every week it's like here's the Jalen Hurts story all over again. You know, his dad coached him all through high school. He was a bodybuilder, and and then obviously like the you know the uh, the switch up in college and all that drama. Yeah, so, well, you gotta you gotta build up the narrative somehow. You gotta, you gotta make it out of something. Yeah, and they do um, need shit to talk about. But let's get into the game, right? Yeah, um, we can get into the game a little bit. I really don't have much to touch on, really. Like, obviously, you have the issue. I, I believe McCole Hardman is not playing for the Chiefs. I think he's just right. placed on IR. They brought back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't know how much of a difference that makes because they've been riding 
Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco all year round. So I don't know how that wide receiver core is going to do come Super Bowl. I don't know if Juju's just going to break out of his shell. Like he never, right. nothing because he hasn't, right. hasn't done anything all year. He's no. gotten like badly concussed. He'll get like two receptions. Like I think early in the season, he he got like the decent amount of looks. Like seven, like he would catch seven receptions on nine targets. But you haven't seen that since then. It's just been the Travis Kelsey show and. Obviously, their quarterback Patrick Mahomes is very limited as to what he could do uh, with his legs. But we yeah, saw we'll the ankle; the ankle looked pretty decent. I mean, with the amount of treatment he's getting, it's probably basically like he doesn't have an high ankle sprain. So, I, I agree, man. I mean, but uh, still, it's like I've never seen anybody heal that fast for a high ankle sprain. I mean, it's a six-week recovery time usually, something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, he's kind of a, he's a different breed, though. He the second. When, when he was again going up against the Jaguars and he got hurt, he was like, I'm not getting out. Like, put me back in, like, as yeah. soon as you can. And that's like one of the, that's that's an ankle sprain where you feel it, like, basically all the way up into your knee. I think we've talked about it before. It's it's different from a regular ankle sprain. If you just twist it and roll over it, that hurts. But we're talking about, like, you could barely put pressure on it. Yeah. Yeah. He can. Be, I mean, he can't move laterally. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, there are guys who, who have spoken on this who have played with high ankle sprains. And apparently, you know, you just. You just shoot yourself up, I guess, with a bunch of fucking painkilling killers shit. and hopefully yeah. you can get Tyrod tailored and get a needle right. to the ribcage or something. But I mean, if 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 you're a defense, it's like what you're most scared of from Patrick Mahomes usually is his ability to change direction, direction, make you look a little stupid, you know, when he's yeah. kind of buying himself time, whether it be if he's going to throw the ball or if he's even going to run it upfield. But uh, now you kind of he's limited in in that kind of in 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 the way he can change direction. So as a, as a defender, it's like, you're not going to be so hesitant when you're running at him, trying to, trying to get a tackle. It's right. like, it's, it's more, it's more just point A to point B full steam ahead as it would, you know, as opposed to like, if he was totally healthy, right. It might be, you know, I'm timidly going to kind of hang back a little bit, see what he's exactly thinking. And then I can make a break on him. But, yeah. Uh, so I think you're going to see a lot of a, a, a aggressive play out of the Eagles defense. And I think you have to play aggressively, right? Defense wins Super Bowls. That's what they always say. And Chris Jones, an absolute beast. He almost like brings that defense together by himself. It's very mm-hmm. weird. Like every Super Bowl you see him, he's making a big sack at a big moment. And it's like you feel like the defense is like really heating up. And you're like, wow, this defense is actually pretty good. But in yeah. reality, like they've shifted a bunch of players over the past couple of years from their last Super Bowl women up until now. It's been very different. So, um, yeah, his talent really shines through. For the Eagles side, however... Um, again, it's just not a crazy amount to say. It's just I'm wondering how he's going to uh, how Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni are going to distribute the ball, how the, how the flow of that offense is going to be. They got a lot of mouths to feed. Um, and, yeah, you know, it's a, it, it's a big stage for a guy yeah. who just became starter and is really breaking out of his shell so far where Pat Mahomes on the other end. He's been there, done that. And he just wants to see if he can get another one. And I think, um, you know, it, but in, in the last Super Bowl, and I hate to compare the two, 2017 to to, to now because this, the teams are so different, but you saw guys contribute in uh, on the Eagles in that 2017, or I guess technically 2018 Super Bowl that uh, weren't huge, huge ginormous playmakers during the regular season. You know, right, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Corey Clement had had a touchdown in like, uh, you know, almost a hundred yards, I think through the air on like four receptions. Um, and then there were guys, you know, I mean, so I, I think this year you're kind of going to look at, I think you got to keep a keep an eye on on guys like Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott that might get big carries. You know, I did say he was the key. Kenneth, you Gainwell. did say Kenny Gainwell was the key last be week. The and, key. and uh, and you know, and, and I think I combated that with saying, well, yeah, he 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 has broken off a couple of big runs, but the real key is the offensive line. 
Um, you know, which yeah, I you think got is, Lane Johnson has a, t- a torn up groin and he's just playing through it. Right. Is that the injury he has? That's pretty much it. Yeah. His, his groin is severely torn and he's just like playing through it like a psychopath. Yeah. So, just a bunch of painkillers, the whole thing. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah. we'll see, you know, but I mean, they, they, they look like the best offensive line in football all postseason. They, they, got, a better, like, but, they got a well-rounded team for sure. Like this is like, if there's a Super Bowl, like say that Nick Foles Super Bowl, you lost. Um, to Tom Brady, and this Super Bowl came around, and you're looking for this to be your first. Now would be right. the time to do it, and you, there's really no if ands or buts about it. I feel like you guys, like you know, like obviously Philly's going crazy; they want to win the Super Bowl, but I feel like you have that little bit of cushion there. But just know that this team is like a billion times better than what that team was by a mile, by yeah. a mile. No, one hundred percent. That's why, like, I hate to compare the two. Like I saw on Twitter, you know, yeah, from uh, I think it was like Bleeding Green Nation, or it was. I literally have animals like crawling behind me, dude, like yeah. fucking lizards and shit. Yeah. I don't so like, like if I just look like I'm freaking out, it's because there's shit running around. You know, keep your you head know, on the swimming for sure. Yeah. Dude, there are monkeys that uh, that are that like that uh, we're going to see. We're going to see some. Monkeys. I love that. By the way, I forgot to Anyways. say before the show started that Lou came in here and said, is he really doing the show from Costa Rica? He said, tell him he's the biggest loser like of all time. Like you're the world's biggest loser. Why is that? Because you're literally on vacation and you're here on Zoom with me yeah, with your beautiful dude, ass background. I got like a whole, dude, like, you know, I'm in where we usually are. I was up at 630 this morning. Okay. I got a quick, you see my TRX back there? Yeah. I got, I got, got a quick I got workout, a in. workout in. Then we played like a fucking intense, uh, like 2v2 basketball game. So I'm Love like, I, and, and it wasn't even noon, bro. It wasn't even noon. And yeah. I had already done all this. I was watching this. I was watching this. I'm going to go right watching, to the beach. I was watching this TikTok and this guy said there was this girl with like a tiny mic. You know, you've seen those videos before. She yeah. goes up to him and he and and he she goes, what's your favorite fashion trend? He's like, I'm a fan of the uh, pants, but shorts underneath at all times, because you never know when you got a hoop like, you know, oh. emergency hoop. <laughs> so so he's rocking those. And I I, I agree. Um, I wanted to jump into this, too. Again, we could preview the Super Bowl all we want. There's only so much you could do. I, I really like we've seen these teams all year. Last thing I'll add on, the, on that, though, now that I now that I think about it. I've, there are stats that came out that said they're evenly matched in terms of scoring and stuff like that. But again, that's like, you know, rosters change and stuff like that. And the regular season, you know, it's different coaching schemes. You don't know what's going to happen during the Super Bowl. So uh, no, I'll take that with no, a grain of salt for sure. But and it's, it's weird interesting because to see. Like, it, it will be interesting to see. And it's weird because the Eagles have kind of like changed their offensive identity uh, a little bit as as as. Like during the regular season, you would see it. You would see them kind of unleashed through the air a lot. Jalen Hurts would have these big passing games, but I think he's got like 300 combined passing yards in the in the two playoff games that they played so far. Yeah. So like we'll go through our big picks for this Super Bowl, but like I have his passing, I have his passing yards like going under. Yeah. Well, he's, he's well, he's going to run around. That's what he normally does. And yeah. Um. And then and and then you know if they bet. right and then if they do pull away, which you know I'm not saying they will. But, but in that scenario, yeah, we he's just going to hand it the, off to all seven right. running backs. Then it's over from there. Exactly. In the two games that they that they they had comfortable leaves, they were obviously not throwing the ball much. Yeah. So you know, but I don't think this game is going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a very close game. No, I think it's good. I think it's going to be a nice back and forth for sure. And I yeah. hope it's not. I hope it's not a blowout. I still I still feel the repercussions of the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl, where the Broncos like beat the Seahawks like forty seven to to three. Like yeah, that, that was like, I'm like, what am I watching right now? But yeah. uh, anyway, I want to get into this too. Super Bowl commercials. I think we're going to have a good year of Super Bowl commercials going yeah. in. I think there's going to be a lot of movies coming out, a lot of products that I think are going to do something very interesting, especially I've been hearing a lot. I think we talked about it, the whole M&M situation. Uh, people think that, you know, like they put the statement out like two weeks before 
or at least a month before the Super Bowl. And they have like a whole bunch of things. Like they may have already filmed the commercial. It's going to be probably like a whole cinematic thing. So that should be fun. But I hate, absolutely hate. And I saw TikTok about this too. When they play commercials, the Super Bowl commercials before the Super Bowl, then it's not a yeah. Super Bowl commercial yeah. at that point. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. And you paid gonna... like tens and millions of dollars, maybe even like more than that, depending on how much time you got, like a minute or 30 seconds to play it beforehand. Right. Like, no, there's a whole buildup there. I, I was going to bring that up, too. I'm... Oh, did you see that bug? Yo, we got that live. Whoa. Is that it? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Everybody chill. Everybody chill out. Everybody chill out. He's passing out. Oh my Everybody God. chill. That looked fake, bro. That looked fake. Dude, did you see that? I did. <laughs> like, I surrender. You can't locate the freaking thing. Anyway, uh, I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> I was going to bring that up, dude, because it's annoying and I'm keeping myself. I'm keeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm God. myself, dude, from watching mess. any of these. Like, I don't want to watch any of them. No, I don't. I'll know? scroll away from but, like I see anything them, like I see. Yeah, I see them come up on like my Instagram feed or whatever. And, uh, you know, it'll be like, oh, here's the, you know, here's the fucking uh, Eminem commercial or here's the Budweiser commercial. And I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it. Until yeah, I'm not trying to watch it. It's a whole experience. It's a whole experience. Right. Um, right. But the big news that was uh, right after we recorded last week is that I, um, Tom Brady retired and he mm. says, quote, for good. Um, yeah. I think it's a whole different discussion whether we believe it or not. But I think the whole thing is he's ready to go to Fox. He's ready to get his money. And the dude should have left on top of the world once he won a championship with the yeah, Buccaneers obviously. because, hey, I'm not a system quarterback. I won with a whole different system. I brought I, I came over here. I did what I wanted to do. And I may have not ended with the with the team that drafted me. But I was able to prove that I am that guy. And instead, yeah. he got greedy and thought he was going to get two more. Yeah, which is like, and it wasn't ridiculous at the time. I mean, we, you know, we thought they were going to come back and, and, and really put up a good fight in terms of repeating. But uh, yeah, I mean, he just looked, you know, and he looked like. Obviously, he was getting choked up in the video that he posted. And and there's been all this shit afterward of like people now selling the sand of where he was sitting. That's hilarious. That like, was funny. And how do you even know that's real sand? But whatever, that's a whole nother discussion. And where do you even start with pricing? How did it get to like six hundred and sixty dollars? Like, where, like where's the? And I can just the, go. <laughs> and I can just go to the beach and scoop up fucking sand off yeah. the beach. You could tell all that was just a joke. I don't know if it's serious, but you put it up, and like if someone takes it, it's like, all right, I can get some change out of this. Right. Um, yeah. Again, not sure if it's for good. It should, right now, the question is, and we'll talk about it more when you get back, whether we believe it or not. But the real question is, is who they're moving on with? The only quarterback they have under contract on their roster is Kyle Trask out of Florida from a couple of years ago. And he was like the third string slash practice squad dude because Blaine Gabbert was the backup. And now people are looking to Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, mm-hmm. you know, like who knows who could be the next guy up? We don't know. Who do you think they move on to? I don't know. I mean, where are they at in the draft? I mean, that, that means a lot, I would think. They had like a mid-year their divisional that was very like similar in record. So they right. made, I mean, they won, they won their division. So yeah, yeah, you're right there too. They may, I think they're like, they've got to be lower on the lower end. Right. I would think, but I don't know. I think division winners, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be in the top half. Yeah, I would think so. I so it's, think. Not, it's, it's not a bad spot, but really um, 
you know, like the Colts and the Texans are in spots right now to draft CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. Yeah. So I don't know who would they even be not, going again. For. It's not, a, and it's not like a phenomenal quarterback draft by any stretch. They're in so a weird spot because like- they just paid Chris Godwin. I think they tagged Chris Godwin last year because he had the ACL tear. But mm-hmm. then Mike Evans, I believe, got paid. Leonard Fournette may not even be on the team next year. I'm not sure. I think he's on like limited deals every single year. So that team right. is still currently built around that. You know, you're, I don't. Like, I mean, Tom Brady could, will take us there. Yeah. So I don't know if they just tear it all down or what. But they could easily be really, 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 really bad next year. You know, like embarrassingly, like maybe not even go out and win a game. Bad. I agree. Um, I mean, but it really depends on what they go out and do uh, at the quarterback position. I mean, I guess it's an appealing location for somebody like Rodgers or Derek Carr. Why not? Yeah, I mean, if you can get a hold of those guys, um, I think Derek Carr is going to give there a pretty decent look. I don't think everybody's just going to revert to the Jets. We, we know we're locally and stuff like that. Jets are going to have a rough time. They're going to have some competition, especially with them and uh, what they want to do. And there's just other destinations that they probably want to go to before heading to the Jets. But hey, you never know. But I will have to see what happens with the uh, the Buccaneers here. Yeah. Um, speaking, of, um, bad. speaking of Aaron Rodgers, though, did you see during a charity golf tournament? It was on CBS. He was asked by the broadcasters if he had any news to share. And he said, I'm not going to San Fran. That kind of mm-hmm. took me aback a bit because it's like, why are we so specific? Like, that was yeah. very like, like, you know, it's like, I'm not telling you where I'm going like after this year. And it's like, like nobody, it's nobody it's specifically asked about San Fran either. No, nobody did. So he just like totally out of pocket threw that out there. Right. Um, honestly, that only tells me that he might go there. Like he's just yeah, like, right. Like that, that he was even considering it probably. Yeah. But Still. even then people bringing up Vegas, which makes a lot of sense because he's weird. And, you know, you know it's a yeah. good near retirement type, you know, location to do. Um, and Devante's there. Uh, and that, some kid was asking with like a, with like a phone on TikTok. He was like, "Yo, like I heard Devonte needs a neighbor. He's like, he's got money now. He could if he could buy me a house if he wants to." Yeah, seriously. But yeah, that's just some more bulletin board fodder for you. Where Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to go to San Fran. More than likely, he'll go there. He he wanted to go there years and years. I ago. mean, honestly, now, like now that he said that, there's a better chance he goes there than anywhere else at the moment. I'm sure the odds on Vegas even moved up a little bit because of yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the other thing that was taking the. Uh, you know, social media by storm is when part of my take, they were doing a podcast with PFT um, and it was with Arian Foster. They have a separate podcast on that network. And there was a clip that came out that was saying that the NFL is scripted. I believe a lot of people think it was real. It was just Arian Foster getting into like, yeah, like he was like feeding into it, like to the joke. He was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we get a script and we go over it and whatever happens, happens. And everyone, I think, kind of took it serious. But then obviously it's a lot of sarcasm and a lot of replies that were just like, oh, when Aaron Hernandez sees his script, like there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I I mean, it's obviously got to be a joke, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, I it, the fact that, that we're even sitting here and asking that question is a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, I know, but the, I I remember listen, I was listening to local radio and they were falling for it. I'm like, you don't think it's a joke? Like seriously? Like it's barstool. And on top yeah. of that, he's been out of the game for a while. I think it was just to probably become viral after that, because that was like the big thing. You know, right after it was perfect timing. Right after the playoffs, where refs were being annoying, you throw out the whole script narrative out right. there, and we've said it before on our show, jokingly. And uh, they hit right place, right time. And, you know, yeah. they, they got and the moral tweet going around. Right. And the refs are always annoying. So it's not like there's anything new there. 100%. Um, so. Pro Bowl just passed. Did you catch any of it for any no. particular reason? I didn't no. expect you to. <laughs> no. I, w- I wouldn't I, expect anybody with a brain to watch it. I, don't I know shockingly, it. shockingly tuned into the flag football. Um, it was only like half field. It felt like arena football. Um, and you know, regular... Were- Flag yeah. football, and there was like nothing much. That, it was three separate games, though. I remember I took a nap and I woke up and like Derek Carr starting. When I fell asleep, it was Geno Smith starting. You know what I mean? 
like yeah. like you know obviously NFC AFC and they were just playing flag football just playing flag football um and there was nothing much else to it i think they just added the points of whoever like if Lyman won there like individual games and like you know like i think like dodgeball and all the other stuff right. I think they just added the points together the big thing i took away from the pro bowl though obviously you know if as long as the nfl players like it i, I don't see why taking it away like obviously if tv sees it as like ratings were low as fuck we got to change something but the players were just like that was just fun whatever except for um josh jacobs he was yeah, specifically yeah. asked if he how the format was like how do you like the new format and he goes this shit is ass, that, shit is you, can ass. Quote, you can quote that that's exactly what he said um, but speaking of his teammate, though, Derek Carr at the Pro Bowl after um, I think he won the precision passing um, competition at the yeah. Pro Bowl. And um, Ryan Clark was asking him, he was like, oh, you've been in Vegas for a while. Have you ever been that hot before? And he goes, no, that's probably why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> so he's still in as much shade as he can. You have yeah. to think about it. He's been there for a decade. And you're not going to see that that often moving no, forward. You barely ever see it anymore. No. And I'm honestly shocked you made it that far, especially with the whole Gruden fallout. And yeah. You know, Me too. Like that, and I'm he, surprised. That's actually the first I've heard of that. A decade. Like Jack Del Rio too was a head coach for him, yeah. and now he's yeah. a defensive coordinator for somewhere else, and he was out of the league for a bit. That's how long he's been in the league for. And he's that's like, wild. And he's been pretty decent. It's just a hard division to win because you got the. I know. In there. No, he's that's what, but that's what he's been his entire career. It's just, it's just pretty decent. He's never taken that extra step. I think he's got the perfect personality for New York, though. Perfect. Yeah, but again, it's you know it's just another middle of the line quarterback that you're bringing to New York that you think could save the Jets, which yeah. just isn't going to happen. I mean, speaking, not in my mind at least. Speaking of the Broncos, who are also in the division, Sean Payton was hired as the Broncos head coach. Yeah, that's big news. Do you like that hire? You like that? Of course, you like that hire. Why? Why wouldn't you like that hire? I mean, I think it's. I think he his because you know he was looking at the Cardinals. Cardinals in a weird spot. People apparently people don't like Kyler Murray at all. Um, Yeah, they're 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 letting uh, like coach they're letting coaches know that they're not going their way. I think they may hire Mike Kafka, um, the Giants' offensive coordinator, which I'm very nervous about. So I'm praying every night he doesn't go there because I don't want it. But luckily, Brian Dable's an offensive guy. But he goes there, and I think he's really gonna like you know put his good as put his gas on the foot pedal, as you once said. And um, let Russell Wilson know that I'm daddy now. You're going to do whatever I say. And I'm going to give you a nice offensive you know, format here that you're going to go by. And uh, and the big thing is, and what really what's really getting to me is that when he was being asked after being hired, they're like, someone asked him, it's like, oh, so Russell Wilson had his, uh, he had like his team three, I believe it's what it's called. Yeah. His uh, personal team. They were in the building at all times. He's like, we're not having this shit. No, <laughs> he's like, not. hell no. No. And, if no, it's tr- and, and the, it. and the narrative going around is that he was on his high horse the whole entire year and everybody hated him. If that's indeed true, get whoever was around him out of there. That's probably a big reason why everybody hated him. Terrible, anyway. Terrible for the locker room. You got to just reset. Go back to neutral. Hundred percent. Back to fucking neutral. Everybody just get back and get back to square one. And let's recuperate. And uh, I mean, you have all the pieces to be a very good football team. So just and you got go and you got a head coach that, like, in all in all certainty, if we were all to like bet on it, like about a year or two ago, that he would have been the the Saints head coach for the remainder of his career. Like he would have yeah. never left there. So you oh, have yeah, an opportunity I'm... grab a guy who's probably going to get you some wins, and hopefully yeah. he brings uh, <laughs> hopefully he he brings Taysom Hill I, in there and I think, runs around a little bit. Yeah, I think the Broncos are a team you got to look out for next year, literally just because of this. So one more thing we'll jump to, and then we really got to jump to the picks because we only we have so many this this week. I know. Um, Kyrie Irving was the big thing this week locally here yeah, um, in he Brooklyn. Was. He was finally traded out of Brooklyn, goes to the Mavericks, Ma- Mavericks. I said Magic and Mavericks, and I mixed those together. You like that? Yeah, I was still surprised though. <laughs> <laughs> I was still surprised though to see it. Like when I saw the news that he was re- that he requested it, it was like, 
because you know, like it was I was a bizarre to, time to ask. I think he, yeah. he that was I think that was by design, dude. I think it was by design. And, like, and I thought and I thought we had turned a corner ever since all the you know the the anti-Semitic shit. I thought we had turned a corner, and they were and, doing so well. And yeah, and like in the post-game pressers, he was speaking so highly of his teammates and the, and and his coaches, and uh, and you know when before KD went down, the team was playing really really well, like really well. Uh, yeah, no, he's he was in a really good spot there, and he goes to the Mavericks where things may not work out. He's lucky. He's lucky as an owner like Mark Cuban who just doesn't give a fuck and is just gonna yeah. put something together and put out a nice product. But you know, you never know. Texas is Austin, Texas in particular is basically frozen. Who knows if he's gonna become a climate change advocate when he gets there and not want to play seven games particularly because he wants to protest. So you never know what's gonna happen when he gets there. That's true. So enjoy That's that, true. um, Dallas. I'm sure he is also fun. like a full-time activist, right? But yeah. also, like I'm almost and I hate this because I, I obviously want him just to be a good basketball player, is what everybody wants. And you can do whatever you want outside, like off the court whenever you want, maybe wait till you retire because you, you're seeing how much backlash you're getting from the weird shit you're saying. Yeah. But I almost want him to continue being the weirdo he is because if he ends up being like, just like he goes back to complete normalcy, like his brain is back to normal and he does that for the Mavericks and didn't do it for the Nets. That sucks completely yeah. for Brooklyn. Brooklyn has had to shift around a bunch of picks. They've gotten rid of Jared Allen. They've gotten rid of a bunch of players on that roster that they can't get back because he, they tried doing everything they can to help Kyrie and then just didn't happen. And it didn't work out. Of nope, course it didn't not. Work. Very literally like four years of, 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 of bad news. And he didn't play in Brooklyn. I keep hearing he didn't play 50% of his games. Yeah. And he was, he was basically telling them like, I'm not like, I need to, you're going to trade me because I'm going to want to get paid. I know you're not going to pay me. So at the end of this, instead of it, so he pinned them into a corner in a sense, because he couldn't wait till the end of the year. To, yeah. to um to get to negotiate a contract so he makes them give up assets for a guy who has an expired contract at the end of the year that's it's just awful awful for the nets he had them but yeah he had them by the balls and then right at the end he just yanks them so. i will say i don't know if like obviously like Kyrie, he's never any, mentioned anything about dallas or like anything on the low but who knows if he wanted to even wanted to go there i'm gonna tip my hat to joe Sy yeah and the nets in general because he didn't they didn't send him to the lakers no, that's where and he, he, that's wanted, where he, he wanted, wanted to go. Wanted to go there. And yeah, LeBron and did too. I'm tired of the pity party for LeBron. You've gotten everybody you've wanted your entire life, and you want the guy back that disses Please. you on the on the side. Fuck Please. off, you know. Like, come on, you already <laughs> and you already had a shot at that. Yeah, you did, and you won. You won the championship. It's like you think he's going to put you over the top. Like your whole team needs work. Like you're yeah, way exactly. at the bottom of the conference. Even I looked. 100%. If you put their record in the East, they're still in the bottom like bunch. So yeah, I don't know. Get it together. Nets get Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, 2029 first round pick and multiple second round picks for a good chunk of change for Kyrie Irving, who could come with some baggage. But um, we'll only we'll have to see what happens. I think he landed in Dallas today. Yeah, um, so I heard. I heard it's not technically official. I hate those no. reports because it's going to be official. He will um, I think now's a good time to jump to our picks. It's the yeah. finale. We are I tied, agree. completely tied in points, sixty-two and a half. Um, and Super Bowl fifty-seven, we got um, a doozy for you guys. We talked about it last week, and we're going to go over it. We have about fourteen one-point picks to choose from, and whoever comes out on top. You had 14 chances to get there, and that's what we're going to do. So the fate is in our hands. Um, I figure I start here. I can't go one point to one point because they're all one point. And yep, uh, we'll go over what we got here, and I'll go one by one as uh tell you guys what I have. My first one-point play, which is the spread, is going to be the Chiefs plus one and a half. Um, obviously, giant fan going up against the Eagles, and I think I just knew he was gonna he was gonna pick the Eagles, so I think I had to go against it. And I have, you know, I'd rather put my faith 
into Patrick Mahomes and any other quarterback or else I would have went with the Eagles because they're very talented. My other, my one next one point play is going to be the over under. Um, I'm going to go over 50 and a half points. I think it's going to be a good back and forth. We mentioned that earlier, Mm -hmm. 50 and a half, pretty decent number. I think both teams could, could get to that number. And the key is the over in this game. You're going to notice that as I go along here. My other one point play next one point play is going to be the coin toss. I'm going with heads. Um, Every time I pick tails, it fails. And I heard tails never fails. I'm sure, you know, I hate this because it's 50-50. So, but it, it just happens right. so quick. But we'll have to see what happens there. Next one point play is going to be first touchdown score. I'm going with Travis Kelsey. Um, I think it's going to, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know. It depends. It honestly depends on the coin toss. But um, yeah, Travis Kelsey, that, that only makes mm-hmm. a lot more sense mm-hmm. to me. My next one point play is going to be the Gatorade color. I'm going lime slash green. That's currently like minus 120 something on DraftKings and FanDuel. That's the favorite. Uh, I'm not going to play any games there because if you look back, only purples only happened once. Oranges happened only a couple times. And one of the Chiefs Super Bowl wins happened to have orange Gatorade. And you know what's funny? Before the games start, they cover the Gatorade. They can't have anybody who's sitting in the stands about a place to bet see what the Gatorade color is. So they take that seriously, which is they do. hilarious because it's a billion dollar company. My next yeah. one point play is going to be Travis Kelsey receiving yards. What we did here is I took Travis Kelsey and AJ Brown, which you'll hear next. I just took the both best receivers on both teams. And we're going to see if we can get the over and under. I think Travis Kelsey is going to be over 79 and a half. I think that's a given. He's going to be looking his way the entire time, unless he hurts his back or for any reason he gets injured. That's going to suck. But I have my faith in Travis Kelsey. Just, you know, take it, put like, you know, put get like an epidural or something, put it back yeah. there. Uh, my next one point play is going to be AJ Brown receiving yards. I'm going over 72 and a half. He's the best wide receiver on the field. They tend to spread it out and uh, hopefully he shows up here like he has all year. And my next one point play is going to be the Jalen Hurts under passing. I'm t- no, just Jalen, Jalen Hurts over under passing. And I'm taking him under 238 and a half yards. You mentioned this earlier. I think he's going to run around and if they get after it early, they're going to stop throwing the ball. So I think I'm going to go under there. And as for Patrick Mahomes, which is my next one point play, Patrick Mahomes over under passing. I'm going over 292 and a half yards. I think he's going to run for his life. I think he's got to throw the ball a lot. I think he's going to get over 300, regardless if he wins or lose, he's going down swinging. So over 292 and a half. My next one point play is Jalen Hurts passing touchdowns. I'm going to go over one and a half for that. Again, if we're going to get that over, uh, regular over under a 50 and a half. I think that you got to get over two touchdowns. And I think uh, Patrick Mahomes as well. My next one point play over one and a half touchdowns. Got to throw the ball around. Um, and then we're going over under national anthem. And who's singing it this year is Chris Stapleton. That's our next one point play. And the over under is uh, two and a half minutes. No, two minutes and five seconds to be exact. Um, he's, I feel like female singers who have done it in the past tend to like carry on the notes and they go over. I think Chris Stapleton is going to pull up the guitar, shred that real quick, be out of there in under two minutes and five seconds. And my final one point play favorite one, um, the first halftime song for Rihanna, I'm going with don't, please don't stop the music. Uh, be the first one. She wants to turn it up quick and get after it. I think she's going with that. And that's my pick. All right. Very good. Um, all right, my, my uh, I'm gonna kick it off one yeah, point. Uh, six minutes my, to get through that. I know, right? Here we go. Uh, <laughs> against the spread, <laughs> against the spread, I'm obviously going birds minus one and a half. Uh, you know, I think bird, birds, I mean, obviously, I'm biased, but birds are the better team. Um, I'm I don't think this game, uh, this game is uh, is, is less than a one and a half point margin. So, uh, I'm going, uh, I'm going Eagles one, uh, minus one and a half. Uh, I'll go, I'll go, I'll take the over 50 and a half. So, I'll join you on that. 
Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think we both agreed that this is going to go back and forth. It's going to kind of, kind of be a slugfest between these two quarterbacks, um, between their skill players. So uh, I'm going to go over 50 and a half. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to take tails just to go against you here on the coin toss, right? It'd kind of be pointless if we make sense. <laughs> win heads. Uh, plus, like, uh, unless you, know, you want the point, unless you're confident in heads, you know? No, I mean, listen, it, it literally is 50 50. So right, right. I'm going to take tails. We'll see what happens there. It's literally a coin flip. Uh, first TD score, I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. Um, I just think that's a safe bet. You know, listen, how many times have the Eagles just rushed down the field to start the game, gotten to the five-yard line, and he busted in, or gotten to the goal line, and he busted in? Um, it's just, he's it, in pro- probability-wise, if we're talking probability yeah. here. Talking um, real money, we, too, if you, like, actually put money down. He has some pretty good odds. If you're putting, yeah, like, exactly. Just a small chunk of change, you might get some good back. Exactly. So, um so I'm going to take that, and I might actually put in on that because the odds probably are are uh, are are pretty good in our favor here. Uh, one point Gatorade color. I'm going to take orange. I didn't know it was that rare. I didn't know that it only happened like two or three times in history. I just many. think orange is a pretty popular color. Like I think it's a pretty popular Gatorade color. I mean, where else do you go if you if you if you like you take lime lime green, which um, uh, by the way aren't the same thing, Eric. Okay, one is yellow. Uh, did you or did you take yellow it's or you take green? What the, it's really what the app said. I'm going with mean the, the green, the green, so yellow, is this yellow, or is this green Gatorade? Both. It's like that weird yellow that nobody could determine if it's green or That's, yellow or not. You know so what I'm talking it, about? Is it, is it the classic yellow Gatorade? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. I guess Fine. that answers your question. Where else do I go? Red fruit punch? Maybe. Red has never happened. I don't think, I don't even think it's happened Red, that much. By the way, do, do both sides like have different happened. Gatorade colors or are they both the same? That seems, who knows? So we think the Eagles are going to win and they got purple, then you know? You know, it could go purple, but like obviously, like it's got to be one of the big three: yellow, orange, or or red. Maybe cool blue. When's the last time it was cool blue? Cool blue has happened. I think that's only happened like a handful of times, also. Exactly. So I'm sticking with orange. I'm going with it. Uh, one point, Travis Kelsey uh, receiving yards. Uh, I'm going to go under 79 and a half. I just think he, I think the Eagles have um, athletic uh, linebackers that might be able to keep up with him. Plus, I just don't think he's going to have that big of a game, and I think that's going to be a big reason as to why the Birds are successful in winning this Super Bowl is because they're able to to relatively shut down Travis Kelsey. I'm not saying he's going to have a bad game. He could have 78 and a half yards for all I care. But he's just, he's, he's you know, he's not going to have over 79 and a half. Uh, A.J. Brown, I'm going to take the over 72 and a half. And I know what everybody's going to say, okay? We know you're a Birds fan. All your picks are biased. What the fuck do you want me to do here, Eric? Okay? There's not much I you can do. do. I, I don't have it. a choice. I get or it. It's bad, it's bad for the juju if I, if I go the other way here. So I'm taking the over 72 and a half. A.J. Brown has to have a big game if the Eagles want to win this. He has to have a big game. Uh, he got a little bit upset last week when uh, when Devontae got more looks. Or not last week, two weeks ago, when Devontae got more looks. Um, and uh, he didn't see and he didn't see a ton of targets. But that's just the nature of the beast when you have two basically number one wide receivers on the same team. Uh, but I think he rebounds this week with a big game. And I think Jalen Hurts makes it a point to go to, go to his number one guy in A.J. Brown a little bit more. I think he's going to be adamant about trying to get him the ball. Jalen Hurts over under passing. I'm going to go under 238.5. I explained this earlier. He hasn't had huge passing games in the playoffs. He's done enough to win through the air, but he's won the game with his feet and he's won the game with uh, one one games with his decision making. He hasn't forced balls downfield and um they've been, you know, fortunate enough to build leads and uh, be able to run the ball down the stretch. So, I take an under um take an under 238.5. Patrick Mahomes over under passing if the Eagles want to win this game, they got to keep him under 300 yards through the air. So that's 292 and a half. I'm taking the under on that. Uh and then Jalen Hurts passing touchdowns over one and a half. I do think it happens with all the weapons he has in the passing game. It's hard to believe he won't throw over more than one touchdown. And I'm taking the same for Patrick Patty Mahomes. This is going to be a big game through the air, but again, 
you know, I think I think 238 point 238 and a half and 292 and a half are high numbers um for for the for passing lines in this game, especially with Pat, with the health of Patrick Mahomes and with the way uh Jalen's been been, you know, producing through the air. Not to say he's been playing badly in the pocket or throwing the ball, but um, you know, he hasn't had he hasn't had huge games in the playoffs, and that's why. Um, but I do think they both throw over a couple touchdown passes, maybe maybe one or two dump off screen passes that go for big gains and maybe get taken to the house. And then, oh, over under national anthem, Chris Stapleton over. I, I'm just taking the over because you took the under. I don't know, you know. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna roll the dice on that one. And obviously, Eric, one point first halftime song, Diamonds, bro. I right? kind I kind of regret where I'm going, but I think yeah. that's like a big finale song. Also, I, I don't think know, dude. Like, I think that's the meat think, of it. I don't know if she's no, no. open with it. Hear the song in your head, right? She rises. Yeah, she rises, I can see it. I can see it. You know? I can, she falls. You know? She comes in right. like like you, she goes, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I, I yeah. can see it. That's, that's like a very good on the, pick. They're on the they're on the brightest stage. Yeah, you know, they're they're all they're all shaped like a diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I hate myself. It, yeah. You know what? Screw it. I don't care. You wanted but that no, one. You, but no, you got to feel good about it. Don't stop the music. Feel good. I should. I should. It, yeah. yeah. It's like we're at a bar mitzvah, Eric. Yeah. So that's a good place to uh, wrap up here. Obviously, you got to go enjoy Costa Rica, and I got to get the hot here also. But that's going to yeah. do it for Guys Behind Plus, the Glass. Yeah, this is episode 53. Um, if you enjoyed, please subscribe to our podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever nice. you get your podcasts. And also rate us five stars if you can. Instagram and TikTok, Guys Behind the Glass. TikToks are doing very well also. You want to do that. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Eric and Justin, and we'll see you on the next one. See you when I get back.